What is up, Giants fans? And welcome back to another episode of Talking Big Blue with JQ. I'm your host, Jack Cordero. And on today's episode, I have another special guest. Kyle Gardner joins me on, on the podcast to talk a lot of things about photography, a lot of things about videographing, and of course, New York Giants football. So Kyle, what's up, my man? How you doing? What are you doing? I'm good, man. I mean, I can't complain. Hopefully quarantine's coming to an end soon, and I've just been doing a lot of fishing and just writing a lot of articles. How about you, man? That's awesome. Yeah, I've just been working a lot and trying to stay busy. Good, dude. Good. So I want to introduce you to all the fans about what you do and like what you do is like your job per se. So I want to ask you, when did you start getting into photography and like videographing? So 2017, um, I was working with the Rye basketball team, which is where I went to high school in Westchester, New York, if you guys don't know. Um, and I just wanted to create a social media account just for my friends. And I thought like I could, you know, possibly do this. I was kind of doing things for fun. Um, I would make some, I, ha I have some on YouTube. I think I made like a Dominique Rogers Cromartie, like highlight tape in like 2016. And like, that was kind of like where I started. I created this social media account and it ended up winning high school social media account of the year. Um, and just, I went from there. Dude, that's an awesome story. And, you know, for the fans out there who don't know, I went to Pelham High School. So both of our high schools are big town rivals and stuff like that. You name it, hockey, baseball, football, lacrosse. I mean, you guys were on a different tier in football and certain sports. But, you know, it's always a good matchup to see the Rye Garnets come into town and stuff like that. But I wanted to ask you, when you started off doing this all, who was your first client and, like, how did you get to meet them? And, like, how did it all, like, the connection start? The first, like, really cool gig that I got was – in 2018, I was asked to shoot content for Excel Sports Management's pre-draft, NBA pre-draft class. So that class was like Marvin Bagley, who um, played at Duke, obviously. Mikhail Bridges, who had just won a national championship with Villanova. E.C. Matthews from URI. Bonzi Colson from Notre Dame. And it was just, like, those five guys training at Manhattanville, of all places, surprisingly. Yeah, they were just all super great dudes. And that kind of was, like, my first, like, exposure to, like, working with any professional athletes. So it was a really cool experience because I was still a senior in high school. And I was like, this is sick. Like, I'm working with NBA guys. And, um, yeah, it was awesome. And you said this was right before they got drafted or after the draft? It was before. So this is, like, April, May. And the draft is, like, June 17th. Wow, so you're just, like, a senior in high school, and you get to meet, like, all these guys, and they're literally about to go pro in, like, a few, you know, a couple of weeks and in a month. That's Dude, I think that's just really cool. And the yeah. Manhattanville courts, I've actually played, like, you know, pickup, because one of my buddies goes there. Like, how, is that where you guys were on? Like, their, like, gym in the pickup area? It's the indoor gym. It's, like, where they, they play their, um, their games. Yep, I know where that is. That's awesome, dude. I mean, that's, like, you know, that's an honestly, like, the, the coolest place to start, you know? It's, like, you get one place, but you got all these like sick athletes in there and stuff like that coming in from all different colleges. But I wanted to ask you next. So I see a lot of your videos on Twitter, Instagram, all your photography, which post has blown up the most to you? And like, which one do you look at? And you're like, this one really like, you know, took me to that next tier. There's two, I think. The first I would say was I went to the ESPYs last year to shoot. And I had this video of when Saquon and, um, Sterling Shepard, Deshaun were training with um, Ryan Flaherty, who's the, the head trainer for Nike. And they were doing this crazy drill. I'm sure you could put it up there when, when you post-produce this. But 
it's this crazy mirror drill where basically you the guy yells out like this like there's different color cones and so a guy yells out green so you have to go to the jump to the green then go back and it's just this crazy drill where only you know saquon of all people could be the one to to make this drill look sick but um yeah so i posted on twitter saquon retweeted it I think it's like close to like 800,000 views at this point. Yeah, it got picked up by Bleacher Report. Um, I ended up getting on First Things First on ESPN. It's on, um, sorry, Fox Sports 1, the uh, TV show, which was sick because I've never seen any of my like work on TV before. You know, hard work pays off, Kyle, and honestly, it shows because I, I saw that tweet way before I started like, you know, even I knew you and I started like following you and stuff like that. Like I saw it on Bleach Report, like Sports Center, you name it. I was like, oh, I was like, oh my God, like Saquon's just, you know, a freak of nature. It really is mad in, in real life. But when you saw that Saquon like retweeted your tweet, like what was like going through your head? Like, do you have like any mixed, like what were your emotions? I turn off my notifications on my phone. Definitely that happens sometimes where you literally are just getting like thousands of like likes a second and you just need to turn your phone off. So like I was freaking out, but also like not. And I mean, I guess it's natural to kind of freak out a little bit, but yeah, I had to turn notifications off on my phone. Yeah. So like, like, you know, you get to meet these guys and like you work with them, like they're your clients and stuff like that. Like for me, if I was to ever meet Saquon Barkley, Kyle, I'd probably like pass out on the field. Like I wouldn't like, dude, I'm such like, a super fan of Saquon Barkley and just everything he does on and off the field. I, I like, I don't think I'd be able to talk to him. My friends always make fun of me and be like, if you ever got to interview Saquon, would you even be able to get out like a word or like a sentence? I'm like, like, dude, you can't put me under that pressure. I'm like, whatever happens, happens. But you know, I'd always say I try my best and stuff like that. But dude, like Deshaun Watson must've been a cool guy to me too, right? Yeah, Deshaun is great. I met him. So I work with Quincy Avery, who is um, a quarterback's coach. I work with him and Jordan Palmer. So they're the two best quarterbacks coaches in the country, I, I'd say. Um, Quincy works with Deshaun, Justin Fields, um, Josh Dobbs, Jalen Hurts, um, Jamie Newman, who just transferred to Georgia. And so I met Deshaun in June in Atlanta, and I didn't, like, know him, and he didn't know me. And so I I'd filmed, like, a video and some pictures for him, but, like, he didn't know me yet. So I, I come out with the pictures and the videos and it ends up doing well on social media, I think. And I, I ended up getting a bunch of views on Instagram. But then a couple a month later, I fly to LA for ESPYs and he's at this workout with Deshaun, um, sorry, with Saquon and Shep. And he like recognized me. He was like, yo, what's up, KG? And, and that was just like kind of the moment where I was like, yeah, this is crazy. <laughs> like, how does Sean like know who I am? Dude, that that's insane, Kyle. It's just like he comes up to you, he knows you by like your full nickname and stuff like that. But dude, you know that all that hard work pays off, man. It really shows it. Like they know you by name and like nickname and stuff like that. I think that's crazy. How yeah. was your experience though, at the ESPYs? Like, were you working with like a certain team? Because I had a friend who was there. He like you know his dad had some connection from him, and he got to like go like walk around with the St. Louis Blues and like. And that wasn't, wasn't like their bodyguard, but like he did something for them. I guess he was just like, not their tour guide. He did something, but he was a Boston Bruins fan. And this is literally right after they lost the Stanley Cup to the St. Louis Blues. And he was like, the first thing he said to him was like, yeah, like guys, I'm, I'm a huge Bruins fan. And this is like really awkward for me. But I, I just thought it was like really cool. That's sick. Yeah. I, so I didn't actually go to the real ESPYs. I just went for like the week. A lot of these things like Super Bowl, like it's just kind of a week and 
there's a lot of different events and parties and stuff around them that you go to and there are content opportunities at. So I was basically just shooting um, a lot of parties and other kind of brand activations in order to just get co- other kinds of content for athletes and, and brands. Dude, that's awesome. So like, I just want to, you know, before we move on to a couple of giants topics, I just want to ask like, what, what is it like working with like professional athletes? Like, you, like as you said before we started recording you said they're just like normal people so I just want like you to like elaborate on that a little bit because I think it dude it just like it starstrucks me every time you say like the guys you work with it was crazy at first but then like I realized that these guys are just normal people and they want to be treated like that um it's really awkward when they're out in public and and people call them like by their full name like oh my god it's Saquon Barkley but like they're just normal dudes and they want to be treated that way. And I would say like, if you ever like meet them, definitely just like try to hold back because uh, deep down, they're just like you, bro. Like they're just normal dudes and um, they want to talk to you and stuff. So when I, so when I, when I, when I meet Saquon, I should just be like, yo, what's good Saquon? How you doing? Like, don't even, don't need to do like the the whole formal last name and first name. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, hopefully I get there one day and hopefully I just meet him, you know, out of the blue or something. But, dude, that's, like, really, really cool, like, you know, for the viewers to, like, hear that and stuff like that. Because at the end of the day, you know how people get when they see, like, professional athletes and stuff. They oh, always yeah. try to get up, like, in their faces and they're like, oh, Saquon Barkley, can I get an autograph? Like, I'm not, like, like that. Like, dude, I would just love to get the chance to meet some of these guys honestly, to just, like, you know, hang out and just get a casual conversation of them. Because, you know, you, at the end of the day, you want to get, like, to really know a person. So, but mm-hmm. moving on to a Giants topic you know, COVID-19 has been spread across the whole country. So many teams are like not able to go in facilities. Do you think fans will be allowed in MetLife this year as like, just like from like a fan's perspective? Yeah, I actually think there will. I think it's going to be just like 25% capacity, honestly. I really want to like go to games this year and like really be able to, you know, to support the boys in big blue. So I'm, I'm happy you said that because hopefully, you know, everything starts like slowing down with COVID. I know all of the numbers have dropped. I've been, you know, my parents watch the news, Kyle, like every moment of the day. So I'm just seeing it's either the riots or it's either COVID. So I, you know, in New York here, the numbers have dropped and I'm really like happy about that. So dude, if, if we can get back to 25%, would you be like working there like on the sideline at games? Cause with Ga- what Gabby does is like, she's at all the Jets games yeah. and like takes photos for them. I don't work at all like through the giants, but um, a chef had asked me, I think a few weeks ago, he was like, do you think that you could come, like, take pictures of us or him just, like, walking into the stadium? Which I was like, yeah, definitely. But I'm also going to be at school. So that's going to be tricky because I'll have to commute up here. Um, But we'll see. Dude, yeah, honestly, if he, you know, if he hits you up, you just got to, you know, you send it, obviously. That'd be so cool, dude. Like, I see those, those photos all the time, like, pre-game you know post-game and you get to see all their like you know snazzy outfits and stuff like that so we talked about this on twitter when i first met you you are a giants fan at heart and obviously like you know you have a bunch of clients so you can't you know cheer for one team and you know pick favorites but if you had to pick any like growing up what was your favorite giants like memory as a kid because there's a, there's a bunch obviously it's um it's the giants 2007 either the nfc championship no it was not it was the the one against the Cowboys at their place where R.W. McCorders had that interception. I think that was my favorite moment. And then it sent us, you know, further on into the playoffs and stuff like that and sealed that victory. Dude, I, there's so many memories from the one game from 07 that I always like will remember as a kid. It was that game they played against the Patriots in the last regular season game. And like how they gave them a battle all the way through with an undefeated team. And 
I was just like, I was like, wow. I was like, if the Giants can compete with like, you know, a team like New England, I was like, I feel like they compete with anyone in the playoffs. And they certainly did. They beat Brett Favre. They beat, um, they beat the Buccaneers that year and Dallas, of course, dude, it was just, and then, you know, obviously the best game at all, the Super Bowl 42, which was, I'll never forget that game. I remember being a young kid and Tom Brady's leaving during the tunnel, like, you know, after the game, like they have all the cameras on him and I'm sitting right in front of the TV, Kyle. I remember like flipping off flipping them off and my dad's like don't do that like that's poor sportsmanship but you know I'm like eight years old nine years old I was like you know it was the happiest day of my life and then of course 2011 too was another great game but I wanted to ask you besides the memories and everything if you had to pick one breakout player for the 2020 season like who's it gonna be you think who uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Austin Mack he um, is signed with Vanish Sports the company that I, I interned for last year um, I actually was at his signing and he's a great kid. Um, he, you know, when you play at Ohio State in that offense at such a high level, you really, you know, get pro ready. So, I mean, although he was undrafted and was kind of one of their, not their top receivers, but I just think that he's going to immediately play an impact because, you know, when you come from Ohio State, you're, you're just ready. No, absolutely, Kylie. I mean, that school just breeds different type of athletes and especially, dude, like the coaching staffs there and like all the personnel you play with. It's just like, dude, like you have all like the options at your fingertips. And like, dude, when those kids get drafted, it's not like, you know, even if they don't go to as, like, as a well-fundamental team like New England or like Kansas City, like, dude, they're still going to have the same impact because they're just like, you know, that freak, like that much of a freak athlete. And it's just like, just crazy to see, dude, like that you get to like work with these guys and stuff like that. Do you have like a favorite like client or anything or like anyone like you're really like bros with? No, I wouldn't say like any, I don't like to play favorites, but um, yeah, I just, I like everyone. Yeah. You got to keep it professional. You know, at the end of the day, it is your job and that's what you do. But you know, before I let you go, dude, I just want to ask you one final question. I ask every fan this at the end of every episode recently what do you think the Giants' overall record will be in 2020? If you just had to take, like, a stab at it and just take a guess. Because it is a tough schedule this year. I think they go, like, 8-8. Eight and eight. 500? I love that, dude. I think they could go 8-8, and eight too. I just think there's a couple games where it's, like, you know, they play very good teams like San Francisco, Cleveland, Baltimore, and, like, obviously the Steelers, too. So I think it's going to be very interesting to see how they match up against those teams in, like, the first-year system with Joe Judge. But, dude, I'm just, like, I'm super thrilled. I can't wait to have football back. I hope training camp, like, starts on time and stuff like that would you be going to training camp and taking photos or just like all depends if like anyone needs you i have no idea um with this covid stuff what's gonna happen um i'd love to i write for this company empire sports media and like we do like a bunch of articles on like you know all the new york teams so the guy alex said like you know if we need someone to cover credentials at a giant like something would you be down i was like oh my god i was like i was like i'll be there in a heartbeat i was like absolutely like i'd love to but dude like I just think it's awesome what you do. And I'm just like, you know, thanks for sharing your story with me. Of course, man. Thank you for having me. Dude, of course. And, you know, Giant fans, I hope you guys are all doing, you know, staying safe and healthy out there. Make sure you keep, you know, staying six feet apart, I guess. You know, I always give this spiel at the end of my podcast. But, you know, thanks for tuning in, everyone, to another episode of Talking Big Blue JQ. I'm your host, Jack Cordero. Kyle, man, I really appreciate it once again for you sharing your story. Thank you. And you guys can um, follow me on Instagram at kgmade one to see um, my stuff if you want. Yes, on Instagram and also it's the same handle on Twitter, correct? KG made it. If you guys want to see the, the Madden in real life tweet, it's his pinned tweet on Twitter. So make sure – on Twitter, excuse me. So make sure you guys check it out. It's really cool. Like, you you won't believe what Saquon Barkley does in it, and, like, you won't regret watching it. So <laughs> Giant, Giant fans, have a nice day.